Santa won't need training wheels for his sleigh. Yes, Virginia, the rumors are true. It's going to be memorably cold and snowy this year for Christmas. It's Christmas time all week this week on Weather Jazz. Good morning, everybody. It is T-minus one day before the big cliff drop in terms of temperature. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Today, mostly weather. Although I do have an interesting story to share that's coming up in just a little bit. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 11 in season three for Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get something up on the internet before heading off to work today. My shift at Fox 8 has shifted forward just a little bit, a little on the early side. So I'll be going into work and doing Fox 8 News at noon and Fox 8 News at 4 p.m. today. And I will begin my 10-day Christmas vacation on the early side. So instead of heading home around 7.30, 8 o'clock, I'm going to start that around 5, 5.30. Uh, so I'll get an early jump. I won't need that extra time because that big, big shift that we're talking about in the atmosphere is coming, but is coming very early tomorrow morning. Uh, so that's essentially the focus, and we're refining all kinds of things here in terms of snowfall amounts, in terms of temperature. Sorry about that. Hit the mic. <laughs> See, that that's the problem with being French. I talk with my hands, and if you're watching this podcast right now on weatherjazz.com and on, on my Rumble channel, incidentally, here's my plug on the Rumble channel. If you are a member of Rumble, make sure that you subscribe to my channel, Andre Bernier. It's my name. Uh, just look for it, subscribe. Anytime I post something via Rumble, you will get a notification in your email box that I have done so. And sometimes uh, those notifications are almost a day behind. So I really recommend you just keeping an eye on weatherjazz.com for that. All right. So that we can get uh, to business first in terms of the weather for Friday morning. Still on track for that giant cliff drop in the temperature department. Refining the numbers, refining the time even more. So the early part of today, no problem. Uh, in fact, the skies are variably cloudy. Looking out my window right now, uh, the clouds are on the increase. Uh, we could see some spotty showers. A steadier, mostly rain develops. Now, if you see a couple of flakes of snow in the air, no big deal. Uh, so... The early part of the evening will be rain and quote-unquote mild. I say that because temperatures will approach 40. Right now on my ambient weather station, I've got 36. Likely going up to about 40. 
and perhaps even staying there for much of the evening tonight to about midnight. And we'll probably, with the rain, cool down a little bit, a couple of degrees, maybe 38-ish, give or take, right up until about 2 a.m. The transition to the much colder air will come through uh, basically up and down the I-77 corridor from Cleveland to Akron-Canton down to New Philadelphia. That corridor will start to see the transition between 2 and 3 a.m. In that one-hour time, we'll go from above freezing to below freezing. And we're likely to see a shift from rain to snow. And the snow will get heavy at times for about a six-hour window all across northern Ohio. Virtually everybody in northern Ohio in the Fox 8 viewing area will pick up enough to push around with a shovel or brush. And that flash freeze, by the way, is going to be significant. We've not seen that kind of a flash freeze in a very long time. The last time we saw anything close to that, to my recollection, that fast was the blizzard of 78. And a friend of mine, Brian Brooks, who is a, uh, an employee of Heartfelt Radio and a longtime friend. We go back to WHLO in Akron almost 30 years ago. At any rate, uh, he plotted the temperature in Pittsburgh during the blizzard of 78 and goes, you know, 40 down to zero in just a couple of hours. This is going to be very, very similar. Now, the temperature drop here in Cleveland for the blizzard of 78 took a little more time, but it was just as significant. That uh, steep drop-off will probably be even steeper, though, this time. So we're looking at 40, plus or minus a few at 2 a.m. At 7 a.m., the temperature approaches zero. That's on backyard thermometers. That doesn't include the wind chill. Remember that we are forecasting wind gusts in the order of 30, 40, even close to 50 miles an hour in open areas. And when you have temperatures that cold and snow that's that heavy, it's going to blow around because at zero degrees or even 10 degrees with winds that high, the snow tends to be very light, uh, a lower concentration of water. And so it can blow around a lot easier. Would not surprise me to see a blizzard warning issued. It's something we'll have to wait uh, a little bit closer to the event but it has been over 3,600 days since we've seen a blizzard warning issued. The last one here in Northeast Ohio was December 27th in the year 2012. So essentially, that's 10 years ago, almost to the day that we had a blizzard warning. And so it's been a while since we've seen something that significant. The potential is there. We have Winter storm warnings in effect. We have wind chill warnings now in effect. And that will go into effect tomorrow morning as that transition goes in. If you can stay at home tomorrow, good. Get everything done out of the way. What I did today is made sure that my snowblower was able to start. Uh, there was no fuel in it yet. I drained it out last year. 
And so it started first pulled. That was a good thing. But I let it run, let the all the parts get nice and warm so that uh, when we pull it tomorrow, and we will do that, uh, it will start. You may want to do the same thing if you have a snowblower. Pull it today. Make sure that everything works. Uh, hopefully, you've already done all your shopping done. But if not, you've got one more day of grace. That'll be today. In all probability, the... Um, Grocery stores are going to be very, very busy today. Gas stations, very busy. Fuel up, get your extra fuel, everything. And uh, then you'll be able to hopefully tomorrow sit back and relax. And if you can, stay off the roads. If you have to drive tomorrow, all I can say is uh, pay attention to everything around you and drive according to what is happening weather-wise. The flash freeze will cause a lot of the rain that we receive in the later uh, hours of tonight to freeze on the roadways in the snap of a finger. And then, of course, you'll have snow on top of that. I'd rather drive on snow uh, rather than ice. But you'll have a combination of both. And uh, that's going to be real tricky go during the day tomorrow. Again, between 2 and 3 a.m. Friday, the transition occurs and by 7 a.m., we will be in the single digits and heading down to zero by the lunch hour. Might even go a little below, especially away from the lakeshore. Places like uh, Medina, Akron Canton, uh, Portage County Airport, um, and maybe even Youngstown. So keep an eye on that. We will see rapidly falling temperatures. They'll stabilize near or below zero in the afternoon. Windchill temperatures about 20 to 25 below zero, and that's why the windchill warning is out. Uh, and the snowfall, the first six hour, once it transitioned, by the time you wake up tomorrow morning, should be snowing fairly heavily. And uh, so we're looking at, um, now this is without the extra lake effect that will start after that initial six-hour window of heavy snow tomorrow morning. That first batch of snow will be three to six inches across the north, maybe two to four Akron Canton, uh, two to three inches as you head down towards New Philadelphia and um, Newcomerstown. Everybody's going to get something. It's going to be a white Christmas without a doubt. And then, of course, we get the lake effect on top of that, and that may keep the snow showers and lake effect snow going for another 48 hours once that leaves. So uh, it's going to be a very complex forecast, except the fact that it is going to cool off very, very rapidly. All right. Uh, one more thing before we go. Let me call it up here. My brother sent me an interesting, absolutely fascinating um, story from New England Today. And the headline got to me. It says, where was the first department, department store, Santa Claus? Well, according to this article, which is reprinted from Yankee Magazine back in December of 1990, it says the following. In the late 1800s, children had little hope of meeting St. Nick until the first department store Santa appeared in Brockton, Massachusetts. That's south of Boston. Well, uh, the story goes on. In the late 19th century, the children saw drawings of Santa Claus in newspapers 
and magazines, but never really had hopes of meeting Santa. In 1890, Edgar, who owned a dry goods store, that would be in Brockton, took the train to Boston and had a Santa costume tailor made especially just for him. So a few weeks went by before Christmas and he made his first appearance at his store. Many years later, a man who had uh, who'd been a boy at that store on that day reminisced, my parents had taken me over to Boston store Edgar's on Main Street. I remember walking down an aisle and all of a sudden, right in front of me, I saw Santa Claus and uh, couldn't believe my eyes. Then Santa came up and started talking to me. It was a dream come true. So it all started in the very late 1890s in Edgar's in Brockton, Massachusetts. For those of you that, that would like to read this entire uh, uh, the, uh, the the article, it's not an article, it's actually uh, just a, a reprint or at least a portion excerpt uh, of the article that appeared in Yankee Magazine. I'm going to supply a link for you to read that whole thing on weatherjazz.com and I hope you enjoy that. Very, very fascinating. Uh, incidentally, uh, Santa Claus is based on a real live person a long time ago, and uh, if my memory serves me right, he lived in what is now known as Turkey, uh, loved children, um, and his name St. Nicholas. Um, I can't remember uh, his full name, but at any rate, he loved children. He was in ministry and uh, used to uh, bring presents to children. Um, I'm not sure if, if Christmas was a part of it. I'm sure it was, and maybe... Uh, that was uh, part of how that traditional got going. But uh, it is based on a real-life person from centuries ago in what we now know as Turkey, St. Nicholas. So there you go. Uh, There you have it. And that is our program for today. I've got to get going here. It's almost 9 o'clock. I'm going to be heading out the door. I've already got my key card with me. to get into the station. And uh, so I'll be there at Fox 8 News today at noon and also um, on Fox 8 News at 4 p.m. After that, Mackenzie Bart will take over for you there. Hope you enjoyed today's uh, episode, episode number 11, season two. Help me to spread the word. Tell people about this podcast. Give them a link and let them know that we've been here. I will be here tomorrow. Uh, the day before Christmas Eve and again on Christmas Eve to give you uh, some updates. As we go into Christmas Eve, obviously, we will have had the cold air firmly in place by then. And then it's going to be how much lake effect snow will there be and where will it be? So that's what we'll focus on as we progress out. I hope that you have found these episodes somewhat helpful as you begin to prepare for the event. Do you have a question or topic suggestion for a future Weather Jazz episode? I'd love to hear it. Or maybe a photograph as you begin your days in the next few days. Um, Send it on over to weatherjazz at yahoo.com. You can also send me a voicemail on the Weather Jazz podcast audience connect line. And that number is 234-525-5888. We will see you tomorrow 
And by then, the cold air pouring in. Oh, one more, one more reminder. I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow live, probably twice an hour on Heartfelt Radio, 91.9 FM, WKJA. It's in Barberton, 20,000 watt FM station, a pretty big footprint, uh, but they're directional south and west, but their signal does make it up to Cleveland, but not on the east side. So if you live in Lake and Geauga and Portage County points east, just go to heartfeltradio.org, click on Listen Live, and I'll be there a lot on a Friday morning with Mark and Gabe in the morning. We will see you tomorrow right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.